Welcome everyone to that special moment where the process of life-changing decisions are explained and destiny is forged. I am Armand, and today I have the pleasure to have on the show Adam Slin, a multifaceted man. He is the inventor of the WIP TT and owner of Cheetah Ultra Sports. Without further ado, let's meet him. Adam Slin, welcome to the show. Good morning. Adams, this is a question that I usually start with. I have introduced you to the show and I would like to know in your own words, who is Adam Slim? Well, that's uh, a little bit uh, strange having asked a question like that, but yes, uh, I am just a regular guy who uh, ha who's a snowboarder, who mm -hmm. have a regular job, and um, I became, um, some might say, a reluctant entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So talking about um, becoming an entrepreneur, yes. uh, talk me through your personal development journey, uh, specifically how you thought that um, being uh, an entrepreneur was for you, or you were made to be an entrepreneur. Well, this is what happened. Uh, roughly uh, almost 14 years ago, I was on a snowboarding trip with a friend of mine. Yeah. And um, I was... Um, on my, at that time, I was almost uh, 20 years of uh, snowboarding, mm -hmm. and I had this snowboard. That was my fourth snowboard in 20 years. And I was going to, the board is getting a little old, and uh, I decided, you know what, um, I want something new, but there's really nothing in the market. For 20 years at that point, the snowboard hasn't changed at all. Mm -hmm. So it was, that was a trigger. That was just all necessity. I decided I was going to work on something that I would like. Mm -hmm. Eventually, that process took me much longer than I thought. Um, you know, I, I eventually invented what what we call the whip today. Yeah. And um, halfway through, I would say maybe halfway through the process, initially it was just an interest, but halfway through the process, the product itself sort of led me to become an entrepreneur. I didn't really come, set out to become an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I set out to become a guy who wants a, some a product that I want to use. Yeah, but the process itself just led me to uh, became an entrepreneur. So you became so, a, an entrepreneur by accident, so to speak. Yeah, it, it was. It sounds. It's, it's almost strange. It, it is as if the product itself is calling me to fulfill its uh, um, destiny, mm -hmm. rather than me trying to create a product. At least that's how it feels to me. It, it's a. It's a bit, uh, you know, strange. But yeah, the, the, the product became, in my opinion, so strong, it's calling out for, hey, you, you, you need to make this happen. And that's what I, so that's what I've been doing. And prior to that, I was just a regular guy. You know, I have a regular job. I, I, I don't necessarily want to be an entrepreneur. I was quite comfortable with what I was doing. Mm -hmm. You know, I never thought of uh, it as a destiny or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Tell me, you must have been uh, really upset to take the plunge and think about uh, what you could do to improve the snowboard, right? It took me a long time. Yes, there's, there, that stage, it, I mean, there's many uh, obstacles I encounter, and every stage, yes, I have, you know, there, there's problems, and I have to say, okay, well, I have to do this, I have to solve that. Yes, there are serious problems I must solve. Um, yes, it was, was, a, it was a, a bit difficult at times. And you just spoke about difficulty. I would like to know when you decided that you wanted to 
to bring to life the product that you have loved to find on the shelves, but you couldn't. Maybe you had, or you, um, you thought about it. Maybe you, you thought about the difficulty level, all right? And I would mm -hmm. like to know uh, what was exactly the difficulty um, in reality versus what you thought, how difficult it will be to, um, to follow this route and to bring to life such a product? Um, of course, the, when I first started, I didn't think it was difficult. I just thought it was a little bit challenging, but it, I didn't think it was going to be difficult. The difficulty only came after um, I, I uh, started starting to do things. Mm -hmm. um, initially, I thought it was just going to be a fairly um, challenging process that I'm trying to resolve a problem. But as I said, get into it. Uh, there are certain aspects that became difficult here and there. Uh, you know, dealing mostly have to do with dealing with um, people and um, uh, dealing with the business process and the finance. Um, the actual creation of the problem is just pretty much a straight, uh, almost like an engineering problem. Yeah. And those are, in my opinion, fairly easy to solve. The problem is that, you know, uh, getting the pro the business process itself um, that's what's difficult for me because it was uh, something new I have to learn. Whereas the engineering process is almost like a mathematical problem, fairly mm -hmm. easy to solve, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, how did you choose the person who were uh, going to help you during this process of becoming an entrepreneur? Um, that was just completely random. And uh, in fact, I uh, initially I was just looking on the internet, and in fact, that's where the difficulty lies: finding the right people. Uh, I, I I made many many mistakes, or I should say, uh, many I don't know, just by chance, selecting the trust, trusting the wrong people, mm -hmm. um, selecting the wrong person to do things, and in the process, I made some gains, but I made many losses because because of the process doing that. Had I known people who was in the business or known people who know how to do these things that I don't know how to do in, in, in the business world, it will probably be a much easier process for they can guide. I had no uh, mentor. I was just forging every step away on my own. And um, just basically every time I made a decision, it was a risk because I didn't know. Mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, I didn't know it was a risk. I just sort of thought that was the way to go. And I, I did it and, you know, made many mistakes in that process. But again, the product itself, the idea itself, sort of kept me going. So when I failed, I just, okay, I just, you know, dusted myself off and right off the loss and went forward and uh, keep going, pretty much. Mm -hmm. And going through this process, did you ever hit kind of a mental plateau? And if you did hit a mental plateau, how did you overcome uh, this, uh, this mental blockage? Um, let me see, mental plateau, I, um, I honestly have to say, I never really hit a mental plateau, but I, I have to, I must have encountered a lot of, uh, I, I would say a, more of a personal frustration uh, as to how I cannot find the proper people to, to, uh, to help me. But um, again, it just through the process of not necessarily, uh, uh, um, I guess one word would say that would be just tenacity. I just sort of kept going. I just 
you know, when this didn't work, then I start asking if there anybody else and try somebody else and, 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 you know, uh, 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 that didn't work. Okay. So I, you know, I take a little time feeling a little frustrated, but I, then I just say, okay, well, I'm not going to give up. So look for somebody else. And eventually mm -hmm. that process took me to the, you know, right. Eventually I got to the right, meet the right people, uh, not hundred percent right. But again, you know, it was the same process. I just sort of, if it's not right, I just move forward. Mm -hmm. It's, it's really a, a funny because when you look in the internet, like you mentioned before, there is a lot of people which are ready to help, but it looks like it's uh, a bit more difficult and a um, little bit more, um, um, it requires a little bit more of um, homework to find uh, the appropriate person which can carry on and to be on the same line as uh, uh, you want uh, it to be, right? Yes, you know, and that, that, that bit of a homework you mentioned is something that I wasn't familiar with. Mm -hmm. At first, I was just looking on the internet, and, you know, uh, people say they can do certain things, and um, I just assumed they could. And as it turned out, people, this was, of course, 15 years ago, and, and subsequently gotten just, I, I got to know the internet better. But, you know, people will say things, they can do things. I guess in real life it's the same thing, but they, can, they say they can do certain things, they can deliver certain things certain uh, work and in reality um, they can or they just basically uh, you know stated more than what they can do mm -hmm. and that is a bit of a frustrating but you know and I constantly run into that and I, I guess that's still true today uh, you know it's just more exaggerated and um, the media probably quality is better but basically I, I, I suppose that's still this truth which is still the same mm -hmm. um, so yeah you mentioned you, you are doing many different things at the same time. And I'd like to know how do you manage your creativity and your creative mind? Oh, um, oh let's see. I do, yes, I do many things at the same time. Uh, I'm not too sure there is a, uh, first of all, I don't really think of myself as being creative. I just sort of um, think of it as a problem solving. I have a problem. Uh, whether it's an engineering problem or a business problem, I just um, sort of think of as many solutions as I can. Mm -hmm. and in the process of uh, thinking all the solutions, then I will eliminate the ones that I think, okay, that's not applicable. But generally speaking, I would just think of as many possible solutions as, uh, as I can. As crazy as it may be, it doesn't really matter. I just sort of, sort of gather them in my mind and then through the process of elimination, I will come up with uh, what's most feasible. Mm -hmm. Did you remember uh, your thought process when you decided that uh, you will be um, uh, bringing to the market the product that was missing? Uh, yes, actually, there is one kind of a transition period. Initially, um, you know, when I thought of product, I started doing a lot of drawing. And my initial thought was, okay, I have this idea. I'll design something. And then uh, I'll probably make a prototype, and then I'll I'll join a, one of those shows where people would. Back then, there's I don't know if you heard of a show called the Shark Tank, but there's a show similar to the Shark Tank, which is a bunch of entrepreneurs that uh, 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 join the show, and they would basically buy your your product idea off, and then they will pay a dividend. Mm -hmm. That was my initial idea, and so uh, make a long story short, I made a proto a couple of prototypes. 
And in the process of trying out my second prototype, I realized that my product was significantly better than I thought, mm-hmm. at least at that point. Yeah. And so that was the transition. I said, well, you know, what the hell, I'm going to do it myself. Uh, unbeknownst to me, the road ahead was uh, difficult and long. But at the time, I thought, okay, I got a great product. I, I can just do this myself. Mm-hmm. So that was, um, I guess, a bit of uh, ignorance and um, a bit of a, uh, a, a just a self, um, I don't know, self-confidence, over, over self-confidence. But in any event, that naivete uh, took me to where I am today. If mm-hmm. I didn't have that thought, I would just say, okay, well, I'll just sell the idea. It would be a completely different road. But yeah. because the product I, I thought was so good, I decided to go down that road. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's very uh, interesting because uh, normally people will go to uh, those shows to find uh, foundings and try to negotiate the best deal from them. And uh, you decide to say, no, no, I know the quality of my product. I know how good it is. I'll do it by my own. But it took, yes. maybe, it took yourself maybe a little bit more time because of what you said before of the people that you were hiring that wasn't a good fit for what you needed. Absolutely. That's exactly the process. And, uh, 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 you know, I, I didn't know it was going to take so long. I, I have no idea it was going to take so long. And, of course, obviously, I didn't foresee, foresee all the obstacles that I have to overcome um, as an individual. Um, but, you know, that was a, a learning process for me. Um, and fortunately, because, I, because I'm single, um, I can afford to take these kind of risks. Mm-hmm. I, I took many risks that, that will risk my personal fortune, but I didn't, uh, you know, it didn't affect anybody else. Yeah. So, you know, I, I can afford to do that. So mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. Was it uh, an easy decision to, um, to implement? Was it easy to decide, no, I'll go my... I'll do it my own way instead of uh, maybe relying on the, on investor angels. Yes, it was a it was very easy decision, but I made the decision without knowing how difficult it is going to be. So at the time, I thought, oh, this is, you know, I'm just going to do it. I I I didn't think it was going to be very easy, but I did, didn't know how uh, how many obstacles I was going to mm-hmm. encounter. But uh, yeah, so so. Uh, It's due to my naivete, the decision became easy. You know, it, it was an easy decision because, yeah, my lack of knowing how difficult it can be. Mm-hmm. That's very nice. Um, did you regret going your own way? Uh, no. I think uh, in many ways, it's a growth process. It made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. I, in some ways, became a totally different person that... That, um, that I wouldn't even recognize myself. I, I, as I say, I, I was not, I'm not an entrepreneur type. I am not the kind of person, who, at least I thought I wasn't the kind of person who wants to start my own business, have all these ambitions. But it is through this process of uh, accidental entrepreneurial shift that I became uh, a person who have, uh, through the process, knowing that I can do far more than I thought I could. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm glad for that. And now I'm, I'm far more ambitious. Now I'm, you know, I will be doing other things in the future that, that I never thought I would have been even think of doing. Mm-hmm. So it, it was a blessing in disguise. You really... Yes, absolutely. 
you, you have really find, uh, uh, found your own potential or your own potential has been revealed by this experience? Absolutely, yes. I, I, um, yeah, I became a person that I didn't know I could be. And now I, I'm, I, I actually, you know, uh, in the United States, people always say, oh, you can be anything you want to be. Uh, of course, that's a, that's a, people say that. And, of course, as I grow in, was growing up, people say that. And, you know, you mm-hmm. want to believe that. But deep inside, I never really believed that. Mm-hmm. Or I never thought of it in, that, in, in, in a realistic manner. Mm-hmm. But now, because of this experience, I really believe that. You can really be who you want to be. Yeah. Uh, you know, you could, you could dream big. And it's possible. Yeah. And even though I'm not completely successful to the point of what I want to be, but I have no doubt that can be achieved. Let me ask you a different question. Um, this is a, also a question I like to ask uh, the people I interview here in this show is about fear. And I'd like to know um, what it is uh, more difficult to overcome, the fear of success or the fear of failure? Um, strangely enough, um, I really don't have any fear. Mm-hmm. Neither uh, success or failure, because I, <laughs> this sounds like cliche, but failure is just not an option for me. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it's, it, I, I, in some ways, I almost think it's not possible, which is, of course, uh, ridiculous. But uh, as far as the success, um, I just thought ultimately I will get there. So um, I, didn't, I don't have time to think about uh, how, how, how fearful of it. I, I don't think about that. Um, so, yeah. I don't have any fears, actually. <laughs> I think that's more of what drives me in that mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. So not even the fear that you're, well, about your product, that might, maybe the market will be not receptive to your, um, to your specifics in a snowboard? Um, no, actually. I, I, of course, again, this may be a little bit, uh, sounds like I'm overconfident. But, uh, you know, through the years of developing a product, I have done that myself, solely myself. Uh, you know, um, mm-hmm. so I knew every little difficulty that, uh, as far as uh, the product itself, I resolved, resolved them. So now my product is so much better than the existing product, significantly mm-hmm. better, that my only uh, thing is that if people can only try it, they would know. Yeah, because, yeah. Uh, you know, so, so, yeah, I, I don't have, once they try it, I have no fear that they, they don't love, I, I, they will just love it. I know it. Yeah. We spoke a lot about your invention, but can you explain to the audience what makes it so unique regarding to what is available nowadays on the market, please? Yes. Um, without getting to a technical aspect of my product, yeah. which, um, you know, not everybody is a snowboarder, the best way I can describe it is, um, if a regular snowboard is like driving a truck, and in this, in this description, everybody drives a truck. There might be big trucks, small trucks, but they're all trucks. Mm-hmm. My product will be like a, a Lamborghini. All right. So I'm trying to explain to the people, you know, look, my, my, my thing drives like a Lamborghini, but most people have no idea what a Lamborghini is, or and they look around, there is no such thing as Lamborghini in their world. Mm-hmm. However, the moment they try to track my, my board, they'll think, wow, this is really significantly better. Mm-hmm. And that's how it is with my product. 
So that's a, a bit of a difficulty after the encounter to, to try to uh, explain to people the product I have. But you know, ultimately, they, they must try it. And the more people try it, I, I'm sure that will eventually catch on. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very good description. Because who doesn't want to drive a Lamborghini, right? When, uh, right. We assume people truck. want to do that. But if you don't know what a Lamborghini is like, they would say, why would I want to try that? My truck drives just great. And that truck drives great, too. Why should I try something like that? And, you know, you proclaim this, but that's, not, that's impossible, they would say. You know, that's no way it will work. But once they try it, they realize, oh, it actually works as I describe. And so that's a, a bit of a hurdle I try to go through. And I, to me, that's just a marketing process that I'm going, I'm going through right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I will conquer that one step by step again, you know. Yeah. Tell me something, uh, Adams. Elaborate yes. on how do you train yourself to improve the, not only the snowboarder, because I do believe you still enjoy uh, the ride, but more importantly, how do you improve yourself? Well, <laughs> how do I improve myself? Well, um, I, I try to be, I think the big part of me keeping mentally, uh, uh, I guess, focused is uh, I try to be, uh, be physically fit. I exercise regularly. I eat properly. I, mm-hmm. I make sure that I physically am fit. And then I think the mental aspect of it just follows. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my, I would say that was my one recommendation that I, I, I certainly practice myself. Mm-hmm. You mentioned you eat properly. Do you follow a specific dietary regimen? Uh, yes, I, I, I eat, uh, you know, I, yes, I do. I, I, in fact, I, my, 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 my uh, diet is fairly boring. I eat pretty much the same thing. I avoid a car- lot of carbohydrates. I don't uh, have sweet drinks. I, I, I almost never, actually, rarely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have a balanced diet, um, you know, lots of vegetables, uh, protein, yeah. um, relatively low-fat diet, and, and I exercise every day. Mm-hmm. Exercise in the morning or in the afternoon? Um, my job uh, takes me uh, to, uh, my, my current job is to have an erratic schedule. So, yeah, whenever I can, usually, uh, usually in mid-morning, but sometimes in the afternoon, depending on what, whenever I have time. Mm-hmm. And uh, in, your, um, in your way of life, does uh, sleep have is, um, an important place? Uh, yes, uh, uh, it's not so much in my way of my life, but I think it's my physical need. I, I do need to rest, uh, sleep. Uh, I, I, I sleep as much uh, as eight to nine hours every day if I can. Sometimes I cannot due to my job, but ultimately that's, uh, you know, that's an average. I will try to sleep you know, enough uh, so I can recover. Because when I don't sleep uh, enough, um, it's clearly I'm not mentally as sharp and I don't feel... Uh, um, you know, I can function fully. So yes, sleeping mm-hmm. is very, very important. Mm-hmm. I'd like to know what kind of influence had your parents uh, in you having this energy, in you having this drive to uh, fulfill your dream, to, uh, from an, to come from an idea and finally to build um, a physical product and to follow all the steps and the uh, highs and the lows that this kind of endeavors entails? 
Um, my father passed away over uh, uh, roughly 30 years ago. My mother is still around. Mm -hmm. But uh, strangely, my parents, I would say they have, we, we, I, I'm a typical immigrant family. Um, my, my, my parents both work very hard. So mm -hmm. in that sense, they, their influence on me is that the, the value of hard work, but they never really uh, uh, instilled the, you know, uh, the drive in me to become an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. uh, again, I would emphasize that part of it. It seems like it feels like the product itself is, is calling me. Of course, um, maybe it's because of the, my, my own uh, uh, um, confidence in the product itself makes me feel like that. But um, my parents' uh, role in that is very little. Tell me something, um, following all this process of um, being an inventor, uh, bringing to the market something which is completely new, uh, can you say that you finally found your purpose in life? Um, yes and no. It is, yes, it is through this process that um, uh, it, it leads me to who I am. And yes, I did find mm -hmm. my purpose in life. But ironically, my purpose in life is not this product. This product is a big, it's a big stepping stone to where I will be doing. And, but that's my next step. I have to settle down this. It, it is through this process I realize, oh, there's something else I need to do. And, uh, but I, I need to take care of this product first. But this product definitely is a very important stepping stone. And yes, I did find, I believe I do uh, did find a purpose in life, but I have yet to fulfill that purpose. All right. It's, it's very interesting. And uh, I would like uh, to see if uh, uh, when you were a child, if your dreams match what you are doing right now, or it's completely opposite. Uh, let me see my dream. Um, I would say when I was a child, I didn't have much of a dream, but as I get older, um, I didn't have a dream, but I have a vision of, you know, I'm just going to be a regular guy and what does not. What I've become is completely, yeah, it's completely unimaginable mm -hmm. for a younger, younger me. Yeah. So practicing what you have been practicing lately, meaning being an entrepreneur, is just sparked a, um, or ignited a light in you and you say, oh, I have this all panorama in front of me and I can go whatever route I want now. This is, this is, uh, yes, absolutely. Exactly. How do you see things? Um, yeah, that's, you know, that's, you know, because of this process, I realized there's a lot more potential within me and, uh, suddenly, you know, I am not so dismissive of my own abilities. Whereas before, I have certain abilities here and there, but I, I never value them in any way. I mm -hmm. never thought, I just thought there's something I can do, so can everybody else. But in this process, I realized I, there are certain aspects in, uh, uh, in me, uh, things in me that I can do that others cannot do. Mm -hmm. And because of that, uh, I decided, you know, I'm going to take advantage of, of the, the gifts that, I came, uh, that came as with me, yeah. and I'm going to Usually, I fully. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, to follow up, do you have a motto that you live by? Um, gosh, 
Not really. I well, uh, uh, you know, I guess one thing is is true, uh, which is a, a little bit of a cliche. You know, never give up. Yeah. Um, so so yes, I, I have. That's one thing I sort of. Uh, it's it's not a model I follow, but it is in fact what I follow. Hmm. And tell me, with your extensive experience, starting from scratch, and being where you are now, is there? A single habit that have contributed uh, to your success, to your definition of success, that uh, uh, you would like to share with the audience. Um, single habit. Okay, I I would probably say if you have to boil down to one single thing is is uh, you know uh, 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 don't give up so easily. You mm. know there is going to be there is so many problems that I encounter here, the smaller and big. But I always look forward to 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 my goal of success. And to me, um, the the minor failures or minor dif the difficulties I encounter is simply a process that I I knew that I have to go through. Mm -hmm. um, but my eyes is on the my eyes always kept an eye on 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 the future where, where the success is. Mm -hmm. And you know these difficulties I just keep on work through it. Yeah. However, I can. Tell me something. Did you uh, ever procrastinate? Oh, that is my biggest problem. I procrastinate <laughs> way, way, way too much, and uh, uh, sometimes I have to kick myself in the pants and uh, you know and, and say, "Hey, get going." And yes, I, I procrastinate way, way more than I should, mm -hmm. unfortunately. And how do you overcome it? Uh, how do I overcome that? I just sort of have to drag myself up and say, you just got to do it. And uh, it's, it's, that's really a difficult thing, really. I have to say that, that's, uh, if anything, that would be the most, uh, most uh, that gets in my way. If had I been more aggressive, I may have been, you know, further down the road. But um, yeah, uh, procrastination is a difficult uh, subject to, to attack. <laughs> It is indeed. It is, and I think it's the it's the same for um, for a lot of persons, right? I I I guess so, and I will hope so to make myself feel better. <laughs> Tell me, you you sound like uh, someone which has a lot of confidence. Where did you find this self confidence? Um, you know, strangely enough, I I would say that I wasn't uh, someone like that before. I think. Um, I didn't. I never see myself as someone who's uh, who's have a lot of self-confidence. But uh, um, through this process of inventing my product, I became more knowledgeable about my, about my field and my product. And through through the through the the actual knowledge, mm -hmm. I became more confident. I speak with confidence through experience, and not so much of uh, of um, you know just misguided self-confidence. Mm -hmm. I spoke with things that I know. So I have confidence in that. Confidence in that. Mm -hmm. And if you had to look back to the rear mirror of your life, what will you will have done differently? You know, probably nothing, and <laughs> that that may sound a little strange, but uh, I think all the mistakes I make, all the uh, um, all the uh, obstacles I encounter, made me who I am today. And mm -hmm. I'm quite comfortable with who I am today. Um, 
without so i don't know if, if i had I made anything easier or or uh um made better decisions i probably wouldn't be who i am today so mm -hmm. yeah so there's nothing i want to change really yeah so you are on a happy place yeah yeah i have been in a happy despite the uh the fact that i'm not completely reached my goal yet but the process has yeah i'm in a pretty happy place i have been in for a while now <laughs> good and uh, speak, speaking about you, what it is like to be Adam Slim? Oh, wow. Uh, what is like? I don't know. Uh, from some people's perspective, it might be uh, being quite boring because <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I don't have any, uh, I, don't, I don't drink, I don't party, I don't do many things. Um, so, it, yeah, it's hard to explain. I, I, I'm single. Um, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if people want to be like me. <laughs> I'm sure there is a lot of people like you, which are dedicated to their, um, their passion. And, you know, uh, um, um, I have re read recently a quote. I don't remember from which person it was. It says, um, um, the people who say they do not have time is because they didn't set their priority properly. Well, I guess that that may be true. Uh, yeah, I I don't I don't I, frequently I say I don't have time to do that, but you're that sounds almost true. Yeah, I don't have my priorities set properly, uh, and then I just sort of you know do little things here, do little things there. It's just you know it's not focused. But you know ultimately I get focused, and I start doing that, and then then I get all focused again, and you know just back and forth. So yes. Mm -hmm. Tell me, Adams, uh, is there a topic? you would like to share with the audience that is close to your heart that we haven't touched in the show so far? Um, probably not. Although I think um, maybe I should explain that, that uh, when you asked me earlier about my, uh, my goal, uh, you know, uh, uh, of who I want to become, yes. you know, find myself, uh, I want to clarify that I told people that, yes, I, I, you know, um, that, that this snowboard thing is, is, is one of the big aspects. And I didn't mention, maybe they're wondering what, what, what ultimately I would like to do. And just briefly, I mentioned that. Ultimately, I like to write a book on science and, and its relationship with life itself. And um, so, yes, that's a big topic, and mm -hmm. it, it would take hours. But um, th that's something I will be working on, and hopefully one day I'll be on your show again and, you know, explaining, uh, you know, about my book, and people will be interested in buying that book. But that's the next step. All right. You're most welcome. You're already invited when you will be launching your book or even before, even before if you want. Thank you. <laughs> You're most welcome. And um, also in the same topic, um, is there a question that, that I did not ask and you would have loved I ask? No, absolutely uh, not. Uh, you have done a great job and um, I, I didn't know I could be asked so many questions. <laughs> Thank you. And tell me now, for the people interested to know more about your invention and or contribute to your success, where can they find more information? The website, social media, maybe the Kickstarter project? Uh, I think the easiest way to, uh, to, to do is to, through Instagram. Um, you can look up, uh, look, Google the whip snowboard, or you can go to my website, which is cheetahultrasports.com. Mm -hmm. um, those are the best way to reach me uh, and check out my products. All right. 
So Adams, as you know, I love to speak to individuals that show people that it is possible to follow one's heart. And for this reason, I am grateful that you accepted the invitation to talk about your journey. So thank you very much for coming. It was really a special moment to have you on the show. And I wish you all the very best to you for your endeavor. Thank you very much for inviting me. It was my honor to be invited to your show. And uh, uh, yeah, I hope, you, I hope uh, the show will be great success. And obviously, I hope I can uh, benefit from that as well. Thank you very much for inviting me. Of course, the pleasure is mine. Goodbye now. Have a good day.